Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, my huns. I hope you're all doing well. Welcome back to another episode of Positively Me. I never know how to do the intro, but I honestly don't think many people would care or it really makes a difference how I intro my podcast. But I hope you guys are all having the best start to your week. I hope you're feeling pretty good. I hope you're feeling on top of your stuff. I hope you're feeling like the slay-ass boss bitch that you are. Okay? So if you listen to last week's episode, I actually wanted to do last week's episode on what I'm going to talk about today, but I was just, you know, in a bit of a rambling mood and I was just kind of going on and I was I was waffling and I was chatting away and I ended up just literally making over 40 minute episode literally all just about the most amazing weekend that I had like explaining every single nook and cranny detail of the best weekend that I literally had ever and do you know what? I thought it was a pretty wholesome, fun episode because I was just chatting away and hopefully it gave some inspiration of fun things that you guys can get up to and show you that if you are on, you know, your recovery journey or anything like that, that there is a fun life on the other side waiting for you. So um, yeah, I hope it was just a bit of a fun distraction just to sit there and listen to me waffling because sometimes, you know, we don't want to be listening to something super informative and educational 100% of the time like you know sometimes you just kind of want something a little bit brain numbing that you can kind of pop on in the background and not feel like you have to be taking in every single word that they're saying else you're like missing out on like important information or things that could be like helpful or whatever it's just kind of on in the background like I literally love doing that with YouTube videos like vlogs are great although there is a lot of useful information in vlogs that people underestimate like what bloody shampoo they're loving at the minute or whatever it is but it's good to just pop one on the background when you just need a little bit of noise you know if you're driving not a youtube video a podcast <laughs> um driving tidying your room um working out i don't know whatever it may be but without further ado let's go on into the episode my lovelies so today i am going to be diving into how we can set ourselves up for success in 2024 because 
who wouldn't want to set themselves up for success, right? Who wouldn't want to make their life easier? Who wouldn't want to make their life that little bit more convenient and appealing if they could, right? So first things first, I want to talk about the new year, new me mindset. And I know we are a few weeks into Jan, but I know a lot of people will still be in that kind of motivated headspace with it being the new year. A lot of people kind of wear off of their goals going into Feb and that kind of thing and all the things that they set off for themselves to achieve for the new year and to continue achieving throughout 2024. At this time can start to kind of go a bit downhill and maybe you're not as consistent with hitting your goals or whatever it may be that you had in mind. So I hope this episode can put you at ease with that and help you out with that. But then again, remember we're all just human and whatever. But if you went into 2024 and you still have the mindset now of new year, new me, I want you to just remember that you in 2020, you in 2021, you in 2022, you in 2023, you are already perfect, okay? You don't need to all of a sudden change yourself. You don't need to make this year that you become a different person There was nothing wrong with you in the previous years leading up to this year. There was nothing that was so bad about you that you need to have a completely different mindset this year. You know, instead of having that new year, new me mindset where we feel like, God, there's just so much that I didn't achieve this year. There's so much I want to change about myself just remember you were already perfect and although there might be some more things you want to achieve, there's more things you want to work on, there's more things that, you know, you envision for yourself in the upcoming years. It's, imp- it, you know, the way we talk to ourselves and the way that we, like, annotate things in our life really matters. And so going in with the mindset and the headspace of new year, new me, we're honestly setting ourselves up for failure because it doesn't just change from the 31st of December to the 1st of January and we wake up a completely different person and we need to allow room and we need to allow space for that. So instead of the new year, new me, why don't we have the mindset of new year, happier me, new year, better me, new year, more fulfilled me, new year, healthier me. We don't need to change. We just want to have a life that feels better, a life that feels more appealing, a life that makes us happier, a life that makes us healthier. You know, all these things are gonna give our year a glow up and the hope that we can look back at the end of the year and feel proud of our year. But we don't need to change ourselves for that. And by implying that this year we're gonna be a new person, it's almost looking at our past selves in a negative way and I think that's really important to know like you know there might be some things you did in the past that you don't agree with but you can learn from that there might be a past version of you that you thought was cringe but without that person doing those things you wouldn't be here where you are now wanting to be a healthier happier more fulfilled person right So reigning on the person that we have been in the past years or our past versions of ourselves, you know, looking at that person in a a negative way isn't going to help us. We need to have that positive mindset towards every version of ourselves because without them versions of ourselves, we wouldn't be where we are now wanting a better life for ourselves. And just to have compassion for that person because that person two years ago or last year or whenever were still trying their best 
And it's really important to remember that and put that into perspective when we are, you know, working towards new goals. And on the topic of goals, let's talk about plans and goals for 2024 and the best way, in my opinion, to achieve them and how we can work towards them and how we can get the most out of them. Okay, so... I first of all want to say, in my opinion, the best way is to not go freaking all in and try and achieve absolutely everything you want to achieve all in one. It doesn't have to be a huge change at once, right? You don't have to wake up one day and think, right, that's it, I've had enough. From now on, I'm going to read a chapter of a book a day. I'm going to wake up at 5.30am. I'm going to take my greens every morning. I'm going to have a cold shower every day. I'm going to get a walk in every day. I'm going to work out every day. I'm only going to eat um, whole foods. I'm going to meal prep. I'm going to drink X amount of water. Um, I'm going to limit my screen time. I'm going to do this, do this, do this. Do we realise how draining that would be if you are somebody that's just trying to figure out life and which we all are we all don't know what works best we all don't know the magic spell to the perfect life we're all just trying our best and we're all just trying to do our thing and get to where we want to be right but by bombarding ourselves with 101 things to do with the mindset of change in mind right we're just going to be so overwhelmed and granted you might be able to wake up early go on a run take your greens have a cold shower be super productive and not procrastinate for two or three days but that is going to be so draining after two or three days because it's going to be so overwhelming if your whole life say you're 20 years old you're 25 years old however old you are and you've lived those whole 20 years of your life you know, in the bit of a routine where you do kind of have a bit of a slack and you'll just kind of scroll on your phone for a bit. You only drink one litre of water every single day and you want to start drinking three litres of water. You find it really hard to have a cold shower because it's really scary and it gives you a bit of anxiety. You're completely going to shock yourself and physically and mentally that's going to be so draining. So when it comes to things like feeling okay in your day you're not going to feel good by doing all these things because it's going to feel hard and overwhelming and stressful on your body and mind and you're not going to be able to put as much energy into your work you're not going to be able to put as much energy into um hanging out with friends um and all these things and it's gonna deteriorate very quickly very fast it's that all or nothing approach right and something that I will preach forever and ever is that in order to best achieve our goals and create habits and actually stick to them and not them just be a small phase is by actually wanting a long-term goal for ourselves by waking up one day and setting yourself a 10-step morning routine and everything else in the day you want to achieve and get to bed by a certain time and whatever that is going to be a short-term goal because you'll be achieving it the day after and you'll probably achieve it for the next few days or even a week if you're determined, right? But that's going to be so unrealistic to maintain because life gets in the way and it's going to be difficult to even just inherit one goal 
one new goal into your life, one new habit to incorporate into your day. Because when we're so used to living a certain way, or when we're so used to the routine or the structure of our life that we have already, just incorporating one small habit that's different to what we're used to, it's going to throw us off a bit. It's going to be a little bit difficult. It's going to be a bit we're going to have to consciously go out of our way to do it, right? And so we can't expect ourselves to do 101 habits that we haven't done our whole life, or at least we've tried before and it's failed, and then just expect ourselves one day to just all of a sudden do them all and be consistent with them forever. You know, you've got to have a bit of compassion with yourself that if things don't go right and the goals aren't being stuck to every single day that instead of thinking oh fucked it I'm not going to do it now that you just pick yourself back up and think okay I've had a day off I've had two days off the weekend was a bit hectic god life got in the way I didn't manage to achieve that but it's for a long-term goal so you get back to it and you realize in the bigger picture a weekend out of the whole year doesn't matter and if you do it again a couple weekends later well you did it every single day leading up to that in the week and the bigger picture is that pretty much 85% of the time you are consistent and it's like that 80-20 split isn't it that you know you've got to have balance you can't be so in your head about something because it will then become a little bit more of an obsessive trait rather than a habit that makes you have a happier healthier life right so as soon as it kind of feeds our perfectionism and becomes a little bit obsessive it's no longer going to be a happy healthy habit for us to incorporate into our life it's now becoming something that is a bit toxic a little bit disordered something that we're not really listening to our bodies and so if we're super super tired but we're forcing ourselves to do interval runs because we told ourselves on our plan that's what we we're going to do and you know you're going to give your all for that full time that is then not going to be enjoyable not going to be a healthy habit Um, to incorporate into your life and again a short-term goal because you're actually not going to benefit from that in the long run but instead just sticking to that habit but slightly changing it around and what I mean by that is say okay you said you were gonna do 45 minute super intense interval runs um, on this day and that is what you need to do in, in order to achieve your goals or whatever but why don't we you know, we've listened to ourselves, actually, God, I got to bed late, actually, I'm feeling super tired today, God, I really am not feeling up to that. We put on our laptop a 20-minute gentle yoga flow in our bedroom, and we do a workout still, but in a way that way, that in a way that suits us so much better for that day. So instead of thinking, oh, fuck it, I'm just not going to do it, I think, you know, in some cases, you don't have to do it and that's absolutely fine if life gets in the way whatever again just coming back to it the day after and remembering you can still get straight back to a habit and not feel guilty or feel bad or feel like you've messed up or there's no point in carrying on or oh you may as well just stop doing it every day again now because you're not being consistent it's okay to just pick it back up and be okay with the fact that you didn't get it done because you're human and life happens and every day is different and you have different emotions every day but yeah oh god I forgot my train of thought on what I was actually talking about to begin with (laughs) yeah so it's the act of 
continuing that habit. So doing the workout, but maybe not the complete and utter planned workout you said you were going to do. But if your body really cannot deal with doing what you plan for yourself, doing a version of that that suits you for that day. So for example, I'm doing the 75 hard challenge at the minute and one of the rules is 10 pages daily, right, of reading. And I know the rules are to not change it or whatever, but again, I am very much in the headspace that I have to do what works for me and the idea of the challenge for me is to create more structure, um, create more healthy habits for myself, stick to some goals I want to achieve, which is, for example, reading because... I have wanted to read for the longest time, but never made time for it and not made it a priority. So um, last weekend, I was really busy and I was aware, I was in London with my friend and we had really great time and then I was super tired and then I was just chilling out and I really, 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 really could not face reading 10 pages because I wouldn't have been able to take it all in because I would have been really tired and it just would have been a little bit pointless for me to sit there and read 10 pages when I was just so tired and could barely keep my eyes open. So what I did is I read two to three pages of the book. So I still picked up the book. I still ticked off that habit of the day, but just not to the extent of what maybe I'd planned in to do, right? I've been loving thinking of life like this recently. I think it's great to want to achieve your goals and put yourself out there and challenge yourself. But Again, we're human, we feel different every day, things happen in life that are unexpected, sometimes you just don't want to, things happen, whatever. And so if you wake up one day and you're expecting yourself to give 100% today, maybe you don't have 100% to give today, maybe you're due on your period, maybe you're feeling a bit brain foggy and a bit sluggish, maybe you haven't had enough sleep, Maybe something stressful in your relationship has been happening recently. You only have 60% to give. So why don't you give 100% of that 60%? Don't read the 10 pages. Read six pages. You gave your all, but you made it suit you. You don't need to go above and beyond and shoot yourself in the foot and do yourself a disservice. But you can still stick to your goals and you still can continue creating these habits by sticking to them and the main way we're going to create these habits for ourselves is by sticking to them and being consistent long term not short term and the way that I think we can form habits for a consistently happier more fulfilled life long term so you can see yourself in five years still doing this habit is by doing it slowly and gradually and yeah that might not be as appealing it might not be as attractive to you to think oh my god you're telling me it's going to take six weeks for me to be able to achieve this 10-step morning routine no I want to get up and I want to start it tomorrow and I want to go 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 and I just want to get my act into gear but how many times have you tried doing that and it's not worked out or how many times have you thought about doing it and then you've not done it Because it's overwhelming and it's difficult and it's hard and it's unusual and it's stressful and it's draining. Why don't we, week one, have a cold shower every other day, if that's one of your goals, I don't know. Week two, instead of drinking one litre of water, drink a litre and a half. 
alongside the cold showers. Or as long as it takes, if you're still after the week finding it hard to get yourself into that shower and you feel like you're still struggling with that, make that goal onto week two as well. So you could have two weeks of trying to get your cold showers feeling consistent and a little bit more into your routine and not as hard to get yourself up and go. It just kind of feels a little bit more natural to you. And then incorporate into week three, you add on the water. Because now you would have been doing your cold showers for three weeks. And that is st- and that is going to start to feel a little bit more like a habit. So it's not going to feel really overwhelming to have to start getting your cold showers and start drinking more water all on the same day. You've already started your first one for two to three weeks. Now you're incorporating another one into your life. Do that for one week. Do that for two weeks. And then let's incorporate, okay, today I'm going to start reading. Whether that's five pages, ten pages, whatever. I'm going to read every day this week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Five to ten pages. And then that's three habits. And that's in the space of four to five weeks, right? Again, it might not seem as attractive. You might just want to go all in. You might just want to do that. With most things in life, the all or nothing approach doesn't work. And and it also is harder to maintain. And if you don't manage to ch- check off every single thing on your list that you've set yourself, it's easier to feel a lot like you've let yourself down and it's easier to feel like you're a failure and you're inadequate as a human and you see everyone else doing it why can't I do it and and you beat yourself up so why don't you start setting yourself up for success instead of setting yourself up for failure instead of setting yourself a crazy amount to do and then not achieving them all and then beating yourself up for it why don't you set yourself one goal for the next two weeks And if you get to the end of week one and you've completed them, maybe then you can add in your second goal for week two. And then you actually feel like you've achieved more because initially you were planning on doing your first goal for two weeks. But you actually then managed to move your goal two to week two instead of week three, if that makes sense. So then you're actually doing better than what you planned for yourself. You've got to be there for yourself and set yourself up for success. Remember that this is for the long run. This is for our future selves. Yes, we're doing it for ourselves right now. We're doing it for our past version of ourselves as well. But the future us is the ones that have to deal with what we do in our past, right? So again, stop setting yourself up for failure and start setting yourself up for success. Allow three months. I think it takes two months to 
form a proper habit. So why don't you allow yourself three months to get yourself on top of the new habits you want to incorporate into your life. Give yourself three months. Don't give yourself a day. Give yourself three months. And then you've got another nine months of the year to be consistent with them. You don't have to do it all in one day. You've got you've got the rest of your life to be on top of your to be on top of your shit, right? And again, like we've got to push ourselves. We've got to put ourselves out there. We want to challenge ourselves, but set yourself realistic goals. And this is just another way we can set ourselves up for success instead of failure. So there's a thing, right? As humans, we think we can take on board so 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 many things and not think about the repercussions or how that's actually going to feel for us. And so in a lot of cases, if you're taking something on, you might have to drop something else because there's only so many hours in the day. There's only so much energy we can give. There's only so much time and passion we can put into something. And so if you are already absolutely chock-a-block and then you're telling yourself you want to spend an hour a day on a project you're starting, you might have to drop 30 minutes here and there of something else that you're already doing while your priorities change and your passions for whatever it is change okay and so don't be ashamed or don't feel bad for spending a little bit less time for something else so you can incorporate something else into your life that you're now passionate about because things change times change we change and if you're actually passionate about that thing you'd be doing yourself a favor by dropping something else so you can actually put your all into it instead of stressing yourself out because you don't have enough time in the day and you don't have enough energy to give to it that you then end up not doing it as well and you then end up not getting the outcome from it that you thought you'd get out of it so set yourself goals that you can actually achieve and remember that we're forming these habits and goals to create an easier life not to just get a quick fix that will fail in like a week or two because that will just make you feel insufficient and 2024 is the year of self-love and praising ourselves and being there for ourselves so yeah keep that in mind my lovelies a huge goal of mine for 2024 is to procrastinate less um on my phone because I doom scroll very often and it's not the best but I'm trying I'm trying I'm trying I'm trying I'm trying okay I'm trying I wish I could get a little notification on my phone that was from like that's from me being like hey girl I know you don't mean to do this right now but think about how good you'll feel if you just swipe off the app or something but I'm trying to think of like a little message to myself that every time I'm looking at something that I just remember what future me is going to feel like because there hasn't been one time that future me has appreciated me just procrastinating. I appreciate when I want to sit there and be brain numb for like an hour and scroll on my phone because I've given myself permission to just chill the F out and not have to think about anything. But when I have loads to do and then I have time deadlines and then I'm just scrolling on my phone and then it means I'm rushing around later on and not getting things done to the best of my ability and I'm actually distressed and I don't feel good because I scrolled on my phone and watched videos I don't even remember what they're about. I'm like, really? I didn't really need to do that. I could have had such a more chilled out, stress-free, happy, fulfilled day that actually all happened on time and meant I could chill out this evening and actually chill out rather than thinking I'm chilling out when I'm procrastinating you know so that's really important to me and also comparison 
not in terms of what I look like or anything like that, but like how my content comes across and you know all that stuff I've got a lot better in it I've got a lot better at that even in the last week but um yeah I just wanted to mention it so we can all hopefully feel safe and happy to discuss our goals and things that maybe aren't so quote-unquote perfect about ourselves because again we're all humans we're all trying we're all learning we're all doing what we can with what we have right so I now want to go on to a few little reminders and they're things that I've learned not learned like I already knew a lot of them and whatever but since reading my self-help book every day which is called why has nobody told me this before it's a really great book from a psychologist and it's all about things she's learned in therapy things that work on her clients and the things I've gone over in the self-help book that I just, I really love and I feel like they'd be really great to share and hopefully you guys can take something from them. But if you want to get into reading, if you are a reader and you're looking for a self-help book, I'd really recommend it because it's for people that I feel like would be listening to this episode and this podcast because if you're here, you're probably trying to work on yourself and you're probably trying to become a better version of yourself and you're probably on a healing journey or maybe you're struggling yourself. So that book I feel like would be great and I'd recommend so give it a little read if you fancy um but yeah these are some things I've taken away from it so it's really important to allow yourself to feel emotion instead of pushing it away and pretending it's not there and I know that's easier said than done but the more we remind ourselves to live by this and actually put it into action it does make such a difference you know, I think it's great to, when things are getting a bit difficult or you wake up in a low mood, to have compassion for yourself and have a little bit more of a slow morning or eat a little bit more of a cosy food or whatever it is that works for you. But by completely pretending it's not happening, which, you know, sometimes we all do, we avoid the conversations that could be a little bit stressful. We might feel a little bit anxious and we don't show compassion to that about ourselves and you just kind of want to get on with it and hope that it goes away but the thing is the more we pretend it's not there and the more we avoid it and the more we suppress that feeling the more it's going to build up and instead we could just let that emotion come through us feel that emotion you know it might not feel comfortable it might feel a little bit uncomfortable when we're feeling that emotion and letting it pass through but the important thing to remember is that it will pass and she used an analogy in the book actually that was like if there was a huge wave going towards a huge brick wall the wave would just kind of get bigger and slap harder and grow taller whereas if that wall wasn't there yeah that wave would still be there but again, it would do its course and it would go back down, back to sea level, right? And it's, again, just remembering that we're human and things are going to be up and down and things won't feel the best sometimes, but it's important not to pretend that's not happening and remembering that there's nothing wrong with you for feeling low or feeling anxious or feeling upset about something. And yeah, (laughs) I I hope that makes sense. I hope I've explained that well enough. The next reminder is to remember that it's easy to get stuck in a vicious cycle and so what I mean by that is 
you might just be feeling low in general but say something's triggered you or something's made you upset or feel low or you've had a mood drop the vicious cycle is feeling low which will then taint how you actually think because you're not thinking straight now and will make you think what's the point nothing helps like I can't do anything about this which then will make you give in to those beliefs and will mean you won't do anything about it and you'll just have this negative kind of mindset which then means nothing changes and then because nothing changes you then feel bad about it and you feel lower because of it and then you feel even lower than what you did to begin with and it's this vicious cycle of then feeling low thinking nothing helps and then don't do anything about it and then nothing changes and then you feel low about the fact nothing's changed and then doing it over and over again so sometimes it's about even when you might not feel like it again have compassion for yourself and listen to yourself and be intuitive but getting yourself out of bed and having a shower or getting dressed and going for a little walk with a podcast in your ears or something meeting like reaching out to a friend that maybe you haven't seen in a while and going for a coffee and a catch-up focusing on making sure you're eating even when you might not feel like it getting on your bedroom floor and doing some yoga like whatever it may be trying something or doing the things that you're avoiding whether that is a conversation that you're worried about having or whatever it may be but yeah remember it's easy to get stuck in a vicious cycle so Try and be aware of that and break out of it if you can. Or better yet, seek professional help and get a therapist and talk it out weekly. The next reminder is to be self-aware. And I kind of said this because I feel like this could be a little bit of an umbrella topic. But I was thinking it in the way, again, I know I've spoken about this a little bit earlier, but the way you talk to yourself makes such a huge difference and when I heard this probably like a few months ago I really 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 focused on putting this into action and I rarely 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 now say negative things about me like I really do you know we're all human we don't feel freaking like a princess 100% of the time but there's no need for me to be mean about myself and I don't just mean that about the way that I look or about things that I've done but even down to being like, oh, I'd never be able to do that, or whatever, well, you're not going to be able to do it with that attitude, do you know what I mean, like, have the belief in yourself that you are capable, and you're able, and yeah, have it with the way that you look, please, please, please don't look at yourself in the mirror, and say, oh god, that's not nice about myself, oh god, that's so disgusting, oh god, that's so much worse than hers looks, or whatever, like, if you're like, oh, if you do something, you know, that might seem like you've done something wrong, or you've made a mistake, be like, oh, I'm such an idiot, why did I do that, oh god, you're such an idiot, why would you do that, if, like, you know, you wouldn't say that to somebody that you cared about, and you should care about yourself the most out of everybody and anybody, right, so why do you think it's okay to beat yourself up and call yourself names and use negative words about yourself or I don't know if ever I talk negatively to myself I will then combat it with but it's okay because you didn't know and you've learned from it and you're just a human and you've made a mistake and I'm very proud of you 
Like, it's okay. Everything will be okay. It's actually proven. This is what the book taught me as well. I can't remember fully, so please don't take my exact word for it, but it is actually proven that although we might think it's better for humans to kind of get told, you're a failure if you don't do it, like, get up and try harder, you're not doing enough, it's actually proven that humans respond better and do better when they're actually being praised and lifted up and motivated and supported. So by using negative words, you're only doing yourself a disservice and you're not going to feel better by saying your roles are ugly and you need to lose weight because your body isn't good enough. You're not going to feel good about yourself by... You're not going to do better in the future when you make a mistake and you call yourself an idiot. You'll feel better about yourself by being there for yourself and understanding that you made a mistake because you're human and it's fine and you can try again and do it better next time. She used this analogy in the book and I thought it was quite good and it made sense um, for this situation. If there was someone on the ground and you wanted to help them, you wouldn't keep beating them to the ground. You'd give them a hand to help them up, right? And so... It's again, like beating them to the ground would be you calling yourself names or using negative words to yourself. You're just going to keep putting yourself down and down and make yourself feel more inadequate and bad and like a failure. Whereas if you give yourself a hand, which is supporting yourself and being compassionate towards yourself and hearing yourself out, then you're more likely to get up and try again and realise it's okay if you fail and try again. It's okay if it doesn't go right, you can try again and all of these things. So yeah take that into consideration with situations or things that happen next up this is very very true hard but true when you try not to think about something a lot of the time it will just make you think about it more and that's so hard to live by but it kind of ties in to the first point I said which is allow yourself to feel emotion instead of pushing it away allow yourself to feel whatever it is that keeps coming up in your mind the more you tell yourself get out of your head distract myself stop it whatever your brain is always trying to think of ways that it can protect you and help you and so it's gonna come up in your brain more the more you're telling it not to but yeah allow yourself allow yourself to feel it allow yourself to have the thoughts and allow the thoughts to come in and again it might feel a little uncomfortable it might not feel the best you might not really want them there but allow them there with no time pressure and the more chill about them coming in that you are the faster they'll go um, and the less they'll build up and finally to finish off today's episode choose what thoughts you give time and attention to and I love this one And I think I kind of live by it anyway, but until hearing it in the book, I didn't really kind of realise that I live by this one. And I think it's helped kind of staple that into me a little bit more. But choose what thoughts you give your time and attention to. And what I've learned is that thoughts are, quite frankly, just a possible perspective that your mind has created to try and make sense of a situation, right? So it's not the reality. Your thoughts and emotions towards a situation or or towards something that's happened aren't necessarily true, aren't necessarily correct, aren't necessarily right. So if you're feeling anxious about something, that's because your brain has made that up. It's made you feel anxious about it because it's created that perspective for you rather than actually what the reality of the situation might be 
So remember that thoughts don't have to be true. And so there might be some that, you know, what you agree with and feel like they're pretty true about the situation or the experience that's going on. And you can give your time and attention to those. But if you're having thoughts come in that are actually making you feel a little bit negative, making you think a little bit low and they're stressing you out about the situation, don't give your time and attention to them. Focus on the ones that feel like a reasonable perspective, right? But anyway, I'm going to leave it there. Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed this. I've certainly really enjoyed having this chat today, guys. I really, really have. I feel like this has been a really great episode. I've really looked forward to this episode. And I feel like this is one we all need to hear for the beginning of the year. Um, And I'm certainly going to listen to this one back because my brain often can hear things a hundred times and I do and I do struggle to take it all in so it's important that we keep learning the things over and over that are important to us so yeah um if you enjoyed the episode and you enjoy the podcast please give a five-star review um you can follow me on Brooke Paintain on YouTube TikTok on Instagram and Positively Me Pod on Instagram for more podcasts and wholesome content um I love you all so much I hope you guys have the best week ever and I will catch you in next week's episode. Thanks so much for listening. You're amazing. I love you. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.